This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Even though they have to stop production when Russia launches missile attacks, the German auto supplier Leone continues to make wiring harnesses in Ukraine. The Wall Street Journal reports it takes 16 minutes for a missile launch from Russia to hit western Ukraine. So when warning sirens go off, that's enough time for the workers in the plant to jump on buses and go to a nearby bomb shelter. When the war broke out, Leone was going to leave Ukraine, but workers in the plant demanded to keep working in defiance against Russia. They have to evacuate several times a day because of missile strikes, but the plant is back to working two shifts a day. Car sales in China fell nearly 12% last month because of chip shortages and severe lockdowns to fight COVID. Some companies like Neo and Tesla have stopped production completely. Others like Cattle and General Motors have kept production going, but only by having workers sleep and live at their factories. While overall sales were down, sales of Chinese indigenous brands actually went up by double digits. They now have 48% of the Chinese retail market, up 11 percentage points from a year ago. And before Tesla had to shut down, it was rocketing ahead in China. Last month, it wholesaled 65,814 cars in China. That was up 85% from a year ago, and almost none of them were exported. Only 60 Model Ys were shipped out of the country, and that put Tesla ahead of everyone else in sales of electric cars in China for the month, even ahead of that cheap little Wuling Hongguang Mini EV. And now we seem to be at an inflection point in the Chinese auto industry. Acura is going to drop out of the market due to poor sales, and Borgward just filed for bankruptcy. Borgward was a former German car brand that went out of business half a century ago. Two Chinese companies, including BAIC, tried to revive it, but couldn't pull it off. China has too many car companies, and while the Chinese car market is strong and will continue to grow, we may be reaching a point where a big shakeout will drive the weak ones out of business. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. German automakers are very pessimistic about the chip shortage ending anytime soon. BMW CEO Oliver Zipsy says it's going to last until 2023. But believe it or not, he's more optimistic than Volkswagen CFO. He says the shortage won't be over until 2024. Both executives say supplies will start to improve by the end of the year, but it won't be enough to meet demand. Nissan says solid-state batteries can significantly reduce battery costs, and it wants to build them in-house. So it just opened up a prototype production facility in Japan to study the manufacturing process and is aiming to bring them to market by 2028. Nissan believes it can cut the cost to $75 per kilowatt hour by then 
and eventually down to $65 per kilowatt hour. That would easily put EVs at the same cost level as gas-powered vehicles. We've all heard that EVs require less maintenance than ICE vehicles, but here's some numbers you can put to that statement. The standard service interval for the Porsche Taycan is two years or 30,000 kilometers, or over 18,600 miles. A typical service interval for an ICE vehicle is 7,500 miles, so the Taycan can go more than twice as long before it needs work. And Porsche says when it does need work, the scope of the maintenance, i.e. how many tasks have to be performed, is reduced around 30%. Porsche also tried to make service easier when it is required. For example, the battery pack and its modules are serviceable, and diagnostic tools are able to identify a bad cell. But Porsche won't just let anyone work on its electric vehicles, even its own trained and certified technicians. Just changing the tires or wiper blades requires a special qualification, and that person has to be watched over by a higher-level technician. There are three qualification levels, and the highest one is for people who actually work on the high-voltage batteries. And work like that will be carried out at dedicated high-voltage support centers, which will get the vehicles from the dealer where the vehicle was originally dropped off at. And if getting to one of those support centers is not feasible, a flying doctor will be sent in to take care of the repair. We're starting to see those clean air systems in production cars that practically everyone was developing at the beginning of COVID lockdowns. The Opel Astra will now be available with the company's IntelliAir system. It combines air and particulate filters with an air quality monitoring system. If the air becomes stale inside the car, the system automatically draws in fresh air. Or if the outside air is dirty, it will close off the vents. And a happy little emoji with a smiley face will let you know everything is A-OK. Opel doesn't say how the system performs compared to a vehicle with just a high-quality particulate filter, but it did say it made perceived quality a priority during development of the new Gen Astra. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Mercedes is jumping on the CO2 reduction bandwagon. It says it plans to cut lifetime CO2 emissions in half per vehicle by 2030, and that's compared to 2020 levels. And it's going to do it pretty much the same way everyone else is. It starts by electrifying the fleet. Mercedes plans to be all electric in some markets by the end of the decade. But it also includes using renewable materials and energy in vehicles, as well as in charging, improving battery technology, and recycling batteries. 
Nissan is coming out with a more off-road version of the Pathfinder. Called Rock Creek, the trim only comes in four-wheel drive, features an off-road tuned suspension with a 5-8 inch lift kit and 18 inch beadlock wheels. And if you fill it up with premium fuel, horsepower and torque are increased compared to standard models thanks to revised fuel mapping. Other features include a unique front fascia, Rock Creek badging, and orange contrast stitching in the interior. Nissan didn't reveal pricing, but it goes on sale in late summer. Lincoln put out this short teaser video of a BEV concept it will unveil on April 20th. As you can see, it doesn't really give a great idea of what the vehicle will look like, but Lincoln says it does serve as an inspiration for its future EVs. No other details were provided, but we'll learn more in a few weeks. And don't forget, we have Mark Royce, the president of General Motors, joining us for Autoline After Hours on Thursday. And the whole show will be about GM's EV strategy. So if you've got questions you'd like us to ask Mark, post them in the comments section or send an email to viewer mail at autoline.tv. And tomorrow is the cutoff day for us to take your questions. But that's it for today's show. Thanks for joining us. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.